So I've come to your house tonight. Yes, to sit uh, in the kitchen and admire my hand sanitizer. Imagine if we were back in the days of uh, where we had to record on tape and we were putting this out, like we would have just burned through like $900 worth of tape. <laughs> I uh, had a realisation the other day because I am very old in my listening habits in that I always listen, I pretty much listen to Radio National, uh, 3AW or uh, podcasts and I never listen to music. Yep. Uh, if I walk around uh, with headphones on, which I do endlessly mm. uh, on the tram or going to groceries or whatever, I'm always listening to spoken word stuff. Yep. And uh, it's been so long, it's been years and years and years that I've been doing this and I realized I had sort of thought about it the other day and I was like, oh, I'm just like a weird gramps. That's very upsetting. Like I should enjoy music. But then I, on the way to work, put some music on my iPod and I remembered why I don't listen to music and it's because I fucking love music so hard that I can't not dance. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it's been years and years and I just put on, uh, like if I'm in the grocery store and Michael Jackson comes on, then I don't give a fuck where I am or who's watching it's an amazing disco party and everyone's invited and they've all opted out but they don't judge me for dancing really hard we sat down tonight hoping to talk a bit about who we are as people yeah because we wanted to a lot of the feedback we got from sending the first episode and the second episode out to a, a small audience of what I've called beta testers uh, was, well, there's no intro. Who the hell are you guys? And that was quite deliberate on my behalf and, and I think yours as well because I want this to be a conversation that people just sort of slip into a piece of the conversation and, and slip out of it. And the only reason that I've put uh, a start and an end sound in there at all is because I, I listen to a couple of other podcasts where they do that sort of no beginning, no end and what's really annoying is when you reach the end of one week's episode and it starts playing that you go, I'm just going to listen to the end of this week's and I'm going to save the other one for next time. And then you don't realise that the next one's started <laughs> and you end up listening to the whole lot. And, and So I think this is our sort of vague gesture. This is our origin story, yeah. Our, uh, <clears throat> we're doing it in a very George Lucas-esque kind of way where <laughs> we're going to do it as a, a prequel set after the first two should we go back and retroactively title the first two episodes, episode two and three, and then title this episode one, but have a later release date just to... I think we should pick one, minds. but then arbitrarily change it every couple of years just yeah. to ruin people. I'm totally photoshopping your eyes to blue afterwards as well. Yeah, it's the only way to fly. Um, so who are you? Tell us who you are. Well, I was going to say, I think if we sat down and said we want to tell people who we are, I think we've achieved that by opening up with like 20 minutes of just random bullshit conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that does put a stamp on it pretty well. I, I feel a little bit like I'm probably going to cut a lot of that out of out though. <laughs> I'm not, not sure that it has the impact that I'm really, the really looking for. So we should perhaps, maybe we'll release that as outtakes. Yeah. No. Special edition. We'll get Peter Jackson on it instead and we'll release the <laughs> uncut version of this podcast that goes for 17 hours straight. Stick that on the Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, so we, when did we meet? Was it we an opportunity in, class? It was. We met in 1990, 1992. Bam. So we've known each other for 21 years this year. Can I say? Yeah, and this is a tangent at best. Is this, do I have to pause because there's going to be 
tears here? Are we gonna are we about to have an emotional moment? I think we're gonna build up to the moment okay. later. Yep. Uh, oh man, it's so de- embarrassing after that. Yep. But OC, which is opportunity class, yeah. and people used to call it OC class. And that gives me the shits because oh. that means it's opportunity class <laughs> class. Like the ATM machine. And also what's upsetting is that that's the first thing I wanted to say mm. about that. Mm. That's pretty big. <laughs> opportunity class was uh, for ob- nerds. obviously a class for pedantic nerds. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably this exact conversation that made us friends. So uh, we, were, we were in year five, mm. I think. And, uh, at different... Uh, different schools Schools And they got a like Weird composite class together From all over the city To get all the smart kids away From all the Other less smart kids Yeah Point proven I should totally run in the election <laughs> <laughs> You've got some Sex appeal there um, Yeah And we met there Amongst this random group of smarties from all over the place. Yeah. Just huge nerds. Just the nerdiest kids in town. And we were As I recall We were, we were quite outnumbered by the girls in this class, I think there was five guys. There was you and me and your brother Nick, uh, Vern, who we're still yep. friends with, uh, and another guy called Jason who... Oh, yeah, that sure. Jason, if you're listening to this... Please don't take it personally. Yeah, add us on Facebook. We'd love to be your friend still. Yeah, <clears throat> agreed. Uh, and this wink, obviously wink. took place in Broken Hill. In regional Australia. Far west New South Wales, the gateway to the accessible outback, the silver city. I've got a lot of civic pride. <laughs> That's quite a handle on the uh, various advertising slogans <laughs> that you've got over. there. Oh, I, I could probably sing an advertising jingle from the <laughs> 80s if, if we a, really get tight for material. There is an incredible video of me, uh, probably age five or six, singing I've one of the, this. I've seen the this. videos. This is, there's a lot to see, there's a lot to do. Yeah, incredible actions, I must say. We need to put that on YouTube. I think so. But yeah, so just a town of about 20,000 people built on a mine uh, that had smart people in it. Great place to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I had a blast in Broken Hill. Hmm. Me too. It's made us into the fine, upstanding young men we are today. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst advertising slogan for the city yet. Yeah. So yeah, we, we met through that and then two years later started high school. Yeah. And went to the same high school as each other and already had that, that connection. Our mums worked together as well. Yeah. So we spent, you know, weekends and... So we had that, that thing when you're in school where you, like, if you know someone at school and then you end up at their house for any reason, mm. best friends. Instantly. Forever. Instantly. That's just the way it is. Especially if they've got a Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Friendship Forged with Street Fighter 2, I reckon. Yep. It's probably fair to say. Do you know... Uh, I often try to think about why I became such a massive nerd and I have trouble with it. I mean, I know I always had enormous glasses. I was going to say, I think you were a massive nerd before I met you, so I I don't know where that came from. But that's the thing. It seems pretty foundational to my being. Like, I don't remember ever going, I reckon I'm going to nerd out now. Do you think think that it's... It's just something you're born with. It's the, I, is it think, a choice? Think, yeah. No, I'm serious. Do you think that there's a geek gene? Yeah. That you've just you've either got the gene and you're destined. You you can't fight it. It's it's yeah. your destiny. Look, I think there's got to be something because I I don't remember ever opting in or anything. Yeah. I just remember going. Comics and video games are heaps good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, probably some of it is like weird child social anxiety where I'm like, the things that I like are the alone inside things. 
Because um, then you wouldn't get your massive specs dirty. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what my excuse is because I didn't have specs till I was about 25. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just liked all the best stuff and it was just yeah. nerdy stuff. Like, so, you, I, I think in, in terms of my own geekiness, you introduced me to comic books. Yep. Thanks very much. My for fault. <laughs> helping me waste 20 years of my life on that. You're welcome. Uh, I already was a, a little bit video game obsessed, so I think we, we bonded over that. I remember us playing Commander Keen on the, um, oh, man. On the computer. And, um, that was a thing. Lemmings. Yep. Lemmings. I remember us trading shareware discs and, and playing those sorts of games. I remember you trying to get me invigorated by your flight simulator and me politely <laughs> just going to bed, I think. <laughs> Oh, it's like a video game, but there's no game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that flight simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you were always the biggest Star Wars nerd. Yeah, I think, I think, well, I think Nick actually got me into Star Wars initially. And yep. I'd sort of seen bits of it, and Nick was, is, and still is right into film. Mm. And sort of put me on the Star Wars track and, and gave me, you know, a bit of a kick to get me going and then I just went, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, and so that's, I think, I, I hold the the Star Wars nerd trophy out of the the two of us. I think so. Um, I, I have to ask Nick, maybe he is the, the Rosetta Stone to all this stuff. <laughs> maybe he sat us down one day and was like, uh, Wolverine has claws in his hands. You need to get it on the shit. <laughs> could be it. Just bef- I was just about to pick up a football and he was like, nah. No, don't do that. Don't do it. Uh, so we're both huge nerds, yeah. I think is fair. I, I prefer the term geek, actually. I find nerd kind of offensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what an interesting thing to find see, out while we're recording. <laughs> nerd, well, see, nerd to me implies a, a distinct lack of social skills, whereas yeah. geek implies somebody who is, and I fancy myself as having social skills, although <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with that. <laughs> um, but I think if you, here we go, if you look up the definitions in Wikipedia... <laughs> Keep going, don't stop. I'm totally not a nerd. Um, (laughs) Proving so many points right now. Yeah, just, you know, arguing and being pedantic with you about the meaning of words. That's social skills up the wazoo. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, geek implies to me someone who is, uh, has a high level of knowledge about certain pursuits, be they academic, technical, comic books. Um, Or they fit under academic. Uh, whereas <laughs> nerd, I, yeah, I think of Revenge of the Nerds when I, when I think of nerds. I, like, I wear geek as a badge of pride. Mm. I like being a geek. That's interesting. I never, uh, I've never put much thought into the, the difference between the two of them. Well, maybe it's about time you had a long, hard look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I remember make, having a thought process when I left school and, got a, and I'd had a job for about six months mm. uh, where I had to wear like businessy clothes. Yeah. And I, I remember having a really distinct thought process of, all right, I need to, like, is this the point where I have to grow up? Yeah. Like, do I have to grow into an adult now? Um, How's that worked out for you? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I made a clear decision to go. I was like, I should really, because uh, I was working in an office where people were predominantly older than me and mm-hmm. everyone, you know, and everyone older than you, especially when you're a teenager, just appears to be together yep. and the plan. They're yeah. the plan. Yeah. You're supposed to be a person. Uh, and I just remember looking at all of them and going like, 
well, I'm here now in, in on their team. I should cross that boundary into sort of grown upiness, mm. which means probably more like buttony shirts or something. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think it proves how something with a collar. Yeah, it proves how how ungrown up I was. That I was like, well, if I just change my fucking wardrobe, I will be an adult now. And I remember specifically going, no, nah, I'm just going to buy everything with Mario on it. <laughs> You're a little bit like uh, Tom Hanks in Big. Yeah, I just I. <laughs> Decided outright, I'm going to just embrace the fact that I'm a huge Poindexter, and just not have any qualms about it whatsoever. I had this this fantastic moment one day, which is also a little bit creepy, I guess. I was in, I was living in Adelaide, and I was in Toys R Us, and I was looking at Transformers. Yeah, looking at the toys, and this woman comes up to me and she says, "Oh, do, do you know anything about these?" And I said, "Well, yeah, I do actually." <laughs> So what one yeah. would my son want? She was want? impressed, obviously. <laughs> she said, what, what, what one should I get for my, which one should I get for my son for his birthday? And I said, oh, how old's your son? So he's eight. I said, oh, well, you know, you don't want this. And they've got all the new plastic. I said, you don't want this. I said, this is the cool stuff here. And we're talking about Transformers. And as she's about to leave and she goes, oh, and how old's yours? And I just went, my what? <laughs> <laughs> that was my moment of realising it. I'm never going to grow out of that sort of stuff. No. And I don't see why. So... We are geeks. Yes. We, we agree. On Agre- this, agreed. On we, this we can thing. be geeks. That's acceptable Endorsed. terminology. So, how would you, uh, like, what's your top five geeky things, for example? Like, because t- geeks pretty broad these days, as yeah. you say, it's yeah. more saying you are into specific stuff. Um, so, what are your you want to you want to know my, creden- my credentials, or you want to know what what sort of geeky things I'm into? Yeah, I'm probably uh, what you're into. What I'm into. If you want to resume it up, I don't mind. Oh, well, I was just going to point out the fact that I spent eight years as a software developer, and you don't get. I don't yeah. think you get a much geekier profession than that. If you want to just drop the mic now and walk off stage, <laughs> that's it. You're I'm allowed. Done. Cue the guitar solo. Uh, so my my geeky things that I'm into. Well, Transformers is my my absolute number one fandom. I read the comics. I've actually, if you glance over at my coffee table over there. Uh, there's actually a box set of Transformers open on the table <laughs> from where I was watching it at 3am the other night when I couldn't sleep. Hot. Number two, I think Star Wars. Yeah. But having said that, it's it's been tainted a little bit for me in, in recent years because of the foul acts of Grandmaster <laughs> Lucas taking a dump all over it. So it immediately proves you're an actual Star Wars fan by yeah, just immediately being filled with absolute hate. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm very excited for the new movie. Mm. Uh, I have um, some boxes in a shipping crate somewhere full of all of the books from the extended universe, <laughs> which I don't think I've even read them all, but I look forward to, to doing that at some point. Number three, I'm going to go with superheroes, comics. That's, I know that's, that's kind of broad, but... The, no, likes of, the likes of Batman, X-Men, Spider-Man. I'm not, as we've, we've mentioned before, I'm not a huge DC guy with the exception of Batman. Uh, definitely firmly in the Marvel camp. That being said, I don't, again, recently, in recent years, I haven't read as much as I used to. Uh, and I largely attribute that to you and I not having lived in the same city for so long uh, and you sort of being the, the, crack, the crack dealer. Yeah. <laughs> For my comic addiction, uh, so I've, I've my exposure to that sort of stuff has definitely been through movies and, and TV shows and and cartoons. Mm-hmm. So I think cartoons 
in itself is probably in my top five because I'm a I'm an epic cartoon animation fan. Uh, I'm sitting down with my girlfriend's five year old son on the weekend watching Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Which rules. Yeah. And he says, oh, um, who's that? And I said, oh, that's blah, 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 blah. And this is what happens. And he said, have you seen this? I said, I've seen all of them. And he goes, what do you, what do you mean? Did you, on TV? And I said, no, no, I've got them all on the computer at home. <laughs> and he said, well, how many are there? I said, I was about 44 episodes. And he goes, well, did you, were they on when you were a kid? And I said, no, they only, <laughs> they only came out about two years ago. <laughs> And ended up having this great conversation with him uh, about the Avengers and educating him. And I was talking to another friend of mine. I said, you ever tried to explain parallel universes or, um, you know, the theory behind Asgard and Midgard <laughs> in the Thor? You ever tried to explain that to a five or six, six, six-year-old? That's really, really hard. Uh, but I, I think that's, that's good practice. Um, I think when he starts asking me time travel questions, I'll probably send him to you to, yep. to field that because you're the time travel expert. And I'll get uh, him to dress up as a younger me and we'll act it all out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what am I up to? I've got Transformers. I've got Star Wars. I've got comic superheroes. I've got cartoons. I need one more. I think just science fiction in general. Can I, is, that, is that too much of a cop-out if I... I don't want to blow your mind or anything. But this is our podcast. Oh, we can do whatever so we, we want. We can do whatever you want. Oh, if you fantastic. want to stop at four or go to nine. Fantastic. Just go your hardest. I, I think, does that count as a geeky pursuit? I don't know. Is, is my addiction to mobile phones, does that... That totally Does counts. that qualify the fact that I get... I suppose I thought rather than... Uh, like we do a quick, like this is where we grew up and stuff. But for the purpose of, like I know for me personally, if I want to communicate who I am, it's probably like the nerdy crap I'm into is more... Uh, uh, indication yeah. of my moral compass. Well, than the, but the problem is that you limited me to five, <laughs> which I struggled with at the first. And then I went, oh, hang on a minute, yeah. there's, there's heaps. So I'm a, I mean, know, my number one is obviously restrictive lists. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I have, a, I have an extreme technology. I have a gadget addiction. You have more mobile um, phones than I've ever met. Well, actually, at the moment, you've got two in front of you and I've only got one. In front of me, but I am. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Sorry to get back to the pedantry of OC yeah. class. Um, it's not how it's going. I'm a big gadget nerd, and I will use the word yep. nerd in, in association with gadgets. So multiple computers. Through the looking glass on that one. Laptops <laughs> and tablets. And when I first started seeing my girlfriend, I went to her house and I said, uh, So what's your digital media content streaming strategy <laughs> in this household. And so she romantic. Went, she went the digital, what the what, what? So I gradually, as I go up there on weekends, I'm gradually kidding the house out with <laughs> you know, wiring. So we went and looked at a house on the weekend for her to move into. And she said, what do you think? I said, well, it's all wired up with Cat5 cable, which is awesome. <laughs> and she just went, oh, yeah, the, uh, the rooms are a nice size too. And I went, oh, oh, yes, they are. And they've got carpet. Cool. You look down and there's four rats. <laughs> 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 but as long as it's got Cat5 cable, it's all good. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gadget fiend is my other probably geeky claim to fame and specifically around mobile phones i have what can only be described as an unhealthy lustful relationship with with mobile handsets yeah having witnessed that from afar i'd have to say that's a fair assessment i've been kicked out of many a telstra store for inappropriate <laughs> behavior <laughs> so what's uh since you've restricted it to five 
what's 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 your five? Oh, I could never do just five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think number one would probably have to be uh, Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. measured over my lifespan. Like I've dipped in and out of them over the years, but it's something I always come back to. And whenever I start reading comics again, I just get super into it. Yep. And there's something about the storytelling style of comic books, just the way that sort of one author starts and another one picks it up and they're always noodling back over the stories that someone else did 10 years ago. Like Mm -hmm. someone will say, like Wolverine will say something to Sabretooth in 1995 and then in 2000 someone will decide that that meant that he was from Mars or something. It becomes a pivotal plot point. Yeah, and I really geek out on that super hard. And I just, yeah, grew up on them, always loved the X-Men was never that into the Avengers, I think, because they weren't radical enough. Uh, obsessed with, you know, we've talked about this in previous episodes, obsessed with Spider-Man and, and all that sort of thing. I think if I went back in time and told even like 16-year-old Stefan, like if I appeared from the future and when he got over, like, you know, my fatness or whatever, <laughs> when I arrived and said, dude, like, you better sit down. There's going to be like an Avengers movie in the cinema and it's going to be the biggest movie there is. Like, it's going to make more money than... And everyone's going to see this shit. And everyone's going to agree that it's the best. And it is the best. And it's also going to be directed by Joss Whedon. And you don't know who that is yet, but trust me, good news. Yep. Even then, like, at 16, I would have been like, go fuck yourself. Because (laughs) with the exception of this Justin guy in my class, (laughs) no one I know gives a shit about this stuff and actively despises it. Mm. So... Part of the joy of comics is sort of watching it ascend to the top of the cultural pile in terms of, you know, Hollywood spending all the money on and that sort of thing. The second one can be like the wankiest thing in the world. It's just like stories. Like I just geek out super hard at storytelling and stories. And I think that probably is predominantly a sci-fi thing Mm. because they're just like those stories trend towards such a high degree of just crazy imaginative nutsness. And I love sitting down with a story and unpicking it and figuring out the mechanics of it and watching the characters do stuff and get ruined for it. You should do some shameless self-promotion there since since I did and talk about the fact that you actually have had a fairly successful career as a writer of non-fiction. Yeah, but, so I was a... Uh, uh, also, also do quite a bit of writing. Um, so you can find my blog, Stefan Love mm. Stories. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is actually quite apt now that you mention it. Yeah. I must be telling the truth, uh, which is just at stefandeladovic.blogspot.com and I'm going to just not spell that out for lols, I think. But it's a good point in that I was a journalist for a long time and often credit the fact that I was a journalist to the X-Men, yeah. uh, which I have said many times, too much derision. but Not, not to Peter Parker who worked for a newspaper? No. Okay. No. Cool. He's a photographer. Yeah. Um, Loser. But it's just, I don't know. There was a, You read X-Men comics and you said it earlier. Like, you've, I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce adamantium mm. in my head. And you try, you're figuring out that there's parallel universes or yeah. trying to figure out what it means because Legion killed Professor Xavier so now the Age of Apocalypse happens. And why does that work? Oh, temporal mechanics, that's why. And is that a parallel universe? No, it's time travel. Like... You are having thoughts of that weird level and also just absorbing a lot of... The thing about sci-fi is they have to make up a lot of crazy shit and so they have to throw a lot of big words at the page. So you just have to... like I really feel like it accelerated my reading comprehension beyond where it would have been if uh, mum had given me a book and said, read this. Yep. Like People deride comics a lot because 
they're like funny books with pictures and stuff. Mm. Um, but they're an amazing sort of literacy I think injection an, system. I also think they're an incredibly underestimated art form mm. by a lot of people. The idea that they're for kids, uh, I, I find quite strange. But maybe that's just my own Peter Pan syndrome at play there. <laughs> trying to justify the uh, 500 Transformers comics I've bought since I got my iPad. <laughs> Number three, well, it's related uh, but not as lofty in that it's Dungeons and Dragons, which I'm massively in the tank for. Yeah. Because it's the best. Uh, because you get to pretend to be like an elf and that your friend is a dwarf and then you stab the dwarf. When you first started to get into it, I toyed with the idea of, of getting you to introduce me to it and, and coming around for, is it called a game, a tournament, or whatever you call it? What, uh, what a do you game. call it? Life? Yeah, it's a game. Um, it's... An experience. And I, I toyed with that idea and then I started to see how all-consuming and addictive it was. And yeah. I know my personality and I just went, I, I shouldn't go there because <laughs> I'll walk into your house and then walk out again 10 years later with long hair and a beard and, you know, you five metre fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to say much about D&D because I, I would like, you know, a future episode to sit down and have that conversation and where I try to tell to you me. why it's so interesting. Okay. Uh, video games got to be there. I yep. love video games so hard. Part of the whole being 30 thing is that I don't have much time to play video games anymore. Mm. But grew up, was always a Nintendo crazy person. I think I've bought sort of the original Super Mario Brothers for every single digital or electronic device I've ever owned. Wow. I got it on the NES. Did you got have it a GameCube? On, uh, yep. Bought a GameCube. Okay. Uh, my fiance Eileen and I have matching... Zelda Triforce Tattoos. Which is cool. Uh, we have to buy every... So we have to buy every Zelda game. So we weren't going to buy a GameCube, but then towards the end of its life, they, they released a Zelda, Zelda game. game. We were like, oh man, this Zelda game is going to cost $500. <laughs> I had a friend of mine lent me Skyrim and it was an enormously stressful experience because I, I played the, <laughs> the game before Skyrim, uh, which I can't remember what it's called. Morrowind, Elder Scrolls, yeah, something like that. Yeah, sounds like a uh, game that I've heard of. But whatever it was called, it absorbed at least two months of my life mm. of just like working, sleeping, playing this game, doing questing things. And that was it. I was done. Yep. So, And that was when I was in, uh, still living in Broken Hill. So I had the time to do such a thing because all commutes there are measured in seconds. Yeah. And then last year got skyrim sat down put it in had like my usual about two hours to play a video game on a saturday you know and in a in within an hour was about halfway through character creation <laughs> <laughs> and then start the game and the guy's like hey man you've got the first quest the super easy thing uh just walk over to this village and talk to this guy and i'm walking and i'm walking and i'm walking and the, and my heart is beating in my chest because all i could the game i was not playing the game i was playing another game which was the trying to calculate how many hours it would take me to play this game game and then freaking out about that game. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there going, I can't play this game. I'll never anxiety. get to it. I'm never going to get to the end of this game. And it just, it ruined the exp I tried yeah. to pick it up another couple of times, but each time was just so upset about it that I just couldn't play it, which is why I gravitate to injustice and things like that where I, yeah. can, dump, I can jump in for an hour and then jump out and I feel like I've achieved something. I mean, the, the thing I've achieved is losing all self-respect <laughs> on the internet. I put 
I'd have to put uh, board games and stuff in there as well. Okay, yeah. I've got a massive, massive nerd on for board games. I had a really good group of uh, gamer dudes in Broken Hill for years where every week we would either play sort of D&D or we would play something like Risk or the Game of Thrones board game and stuff like that. And I like anything that uh, basically forces people to come to my house, yeah. I suppose. Because then you don't have to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the lazy option. It's great. I would always host. You give someone money the day before, they bring the KFC. It's wonderful. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you a, a slightly different question then. What is the least nerdy slash geeky aspect of you? Wow. It's been a while since someone asked me a question that I had absolutely no answer to whatsoever. <laughs> In my mind, there's probably, a lot of, there's probably a lot of stuff that overtly doesn't seem very geeky. Yeah. But I can't help but approach everything in that same uh, framework. Like, mm. I suppose professionally, I've always I was a journalist and then an editor, and now I do, like, emergency services communication stuff. But in my mind, that's all geeky as hell because I, uh, you know, hashtag everything and watch yep. Q&A and media watch and stuff. And I don't know. I can't think of anything I do that I – I suppose I watch MasterChef. Is that a okay. thing? Yeah, I think that could be a thing. Because uh, I've only – I'm not very good at cooking. Uh, so it's not like I watch it and then go and practice my craft or anything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You're inspired to eat by it, right? Oh, constantly. <laughs> But that's the other thing. Like, I love eating things, but also geek out super hard about that. Like, I spend an enormous amount of time searching for the next burger and that sort of well, thing. I think we both do that. That's yeah. That's another common bond that we. It's true. We have. Like, my holidays are just landing in random suburbs of different cities and just <laughs> typing into my phone, best burger where, and following it. And that's it. And people are like, did you go to the top of the tower? I'm like, nah, there nah. were no burgers. <laughs> I mean, you do uh, a bit of sports stuff and, like, you watch footy. Is that a I thing? Do, yeah, I do watch footy. Um, I think the tone of that question betrays that I don't, <laughs> I don't know a great deal about sport. I do watch, I do watch footy. Uh, one of the big appealing factors of moving to Melbourne for me was I'll get to be in AFL land and mm -hmm. go to AFL games because see I know I know people that I would classify as footy geeks as well um, I'm not I don't remember all the stats or, or that sort of thing but I get excited to watch my team I'm one of those people that talks about the game on the weekend in a we context. Oh, we won on the weekend. Yeah. My boys, my the, boys. The amorphous mass of us. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, oh, it was a great, great game when we won on the weekend. People go, oh, what did you play? And I go, oh, no, I was, I was sitting there in just, you know, just watching. <laughs> oh, so you don't actually play? No, no. I, I sit in my lounge room and. <laughs> See, I enjoyed the revelation because um, I used to be really into not only Dungeons and Dragons but us. Uh, like subset of Dungeons and Dragons, which is the Dungeons and Dragons like tabletop miniatures game, uh, which just bear with me, but yeah. it's, it's the closest to sport I've been in that it's the only real sort of competitive pastime I've ever had. And uh, it was quite freeing the day I realised that the guys at work who were talking about football were affecting. I feel thing. like if you scanned our brains, the same bits would light up, yeah. if you know yeah. what I mean, because uh, they would be talking about this guy did this and this guy did that and they would just, like you would mention a name of a footballer that was not their team who had not played for five years and they could bring up like weird statistics about them and the shape of their legs and stuff yeah. and like <laughs> tendencies that they clearly, you could clearly only see from like a, a pattern of behaviour. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite good. It was one of those experiences that pushed me from like, oh, I'm a, no one understands me to being like, oh no, you just 
wherever I turned left into like my bedroom full of like comics, you just turned right into like a junior football program. Yeah. But it's the same muscles. So your level 10 the paladin, physical they call the short forwards. Yeah, and exactly. We, we probably need to have a man hug now. I think so. Anyway, now that we've sort of recapped the origin of our friendship and geeked out a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did we get to the part of the story where we decided to do a podcast? No. We, oh. didn't, we didn't tell that. I feel like we got to the bit where we went to school. Yeah. And then, and then uh, we just started talking about what our favourite geeky stuff was and yeah. then we just got bogged down. I suppose long story short, I uh, so like two years ago I lived in Melbourne and I, we I, were like... I lived everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Newcastle at the time and I was, I was, as I said before, I was listening to a lot of podcasts on the train. Yeah, and I think you just texted me one night saying we should do a podcast and I immediately texted back saying, yes, we definitely should. Which I thought was cool because you're actually notoriously bad for replying to texts <laughs> and phone calls and stuff. And I hit send and put the phone down and went off to do something. And the phone went ding, ding straight away. And I went, oh, what's that? And it was you going, yeah, we should totally do that. And, you know, as you said, that was two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so then, I responded quickly and... Emptily. Well, then we used the excuse that I was on the road for work and we yep. would wait until I got settled somewhere. And I got settled in Sydney mm. and then I was going to move to Melbourne and we went, well, we'll wait till, wait till I get to Melbourne because then we can sit in the same room and that'll be so much better. So then I moved to Melbourne a bit more than a year ago and... <laughs> We, I don't know if we kept making excuses or just stopped looking at each other in the eye for a while. <laughs> How's it? What are you doing? Yeah, I've been. I got heaps on my plate though. Yeah, yeah. Got to finish Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> Part of my mantra for for 2013 has been to get away from consumption of media because I, I sat down and took a long hard look at myself. Yep. And. <laughs> Impressive. Realised, well, I finally got a full-size mirror in a house, right? There's no room for a mirror in the apartment I had in Sydney. And we used the Superman movie, the Man of Steel movie, to yeah. to kickstart it. And so it's our – now gets to be our fun little experiment, which I'm enjoying. You're having a good time with this, right? We're both, I am. I think it was yeah. – uh, I mean, the first time we sat down and we sort of just had a big long – as we were setting everything up, talking about, yeah, this is going to be fun. We're finally going to do it. How weird. And then just sat down and press record and we're like, oh, boo. Switch the microphone on and just uh, the only time in our 20 years that we've probably both been silent at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> if you close your eyes out there and imagine doing whatever you're doing right now but with a giant microphone in your face and you're trying to, like, not see it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. Trying to it's have weird. A, trying to have a natural conversation with one another with a good meter between us and <laughs> cables and laptops spread all over my lounge room is yep. not the most natural setting. Although I think it helped tonight that we smashed those burgers before. Yeah, burgers are the glue of the universe. So I'm not sure, given given the nature of this episode and the fact that we decided to sort of tell how we became friends and and why we consider ourselves geeky and how we came to be doing this podcast. I don't know that there's a logical sort of conclusion. When we did the movie episodes, we wrapped them up with how many stars mm. did you give it? I could ask ask how many stars we give each other, but that would seem a little bit self-indulgent. <laughs> um, I suppose, I, do we have a mission statement for the podcast? If it provides some entertainment value to people, I'm going to be happy with that. This is a tricky tricky line because it borders on a, on a certain level of egotism. Um, is egotism a word? Sure. E egotisticality. I think it would be uh, 
egotistical just to assume that you invented it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think people that we've we've been around and we've had conversations with have have found some of the conversations that we have entertaining. Um, and that's not to say that I think we're the funniest people in the whole world or the smartest people in the whole world or the most interesting people in the whole world. Um, certainly celebrated loudmouths. Yeah, yeah. I've been sceptical of how well that will translate to recorded media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, in, in the spirit of giving it a red-hot go, which is something that Pa Kent failed to do at the end of Man of Steel... <laughs> Zing, um, but something that the Silver Samurai did manage to do at the end of the Wolverine. Exactly. I think let's let's put it out there. I'm hoping that it will get a little bit easier for us. I'm hoping that I'll stop saying fantastic so much and stop saying you know so much. And I'm hoping I'd stop prefacing every second word with super, super. That would be super, super great. <laughs> super into that. <laughs> and if if people get some entertainment value out of it, that's great. Uh, and if they don't then I don't think we're really hurting anybody by throwing this out into the universe. I hope not. If you have been personally injured by this <laughs> podcast, though, you can hit me up on Twitter. I would be highly entertained to hear why that happened. How this has ruined, how our podcast has ruined your life. <laughs> Do you know what an advanced services is? Well, the opposite of an unadvanced <laughs> service, surely. Tell me more, Professor.